All right, the rumor mill is churning full speed as it normally does this time of year when the the games stop. Scott Ritchie, our basketball beat writer, is here to dispel a lot of rumors. How about this one? Illinois is a top 10 team next year to start out. If Kofi Coburn returns, absolutely. All right, Richie will go into player personnel. He'll go into rankings. He'll go into who's going to be in the final four and what the heck is wrong with Indiana. This week's podcast, Inside Illinois Basketball. Come back after these messages. Hi, I'm Paul Rudy, CEO of Rudy Wealth Management and host of Paul Rudy's On The Money Radio Show. Every successful investor I've ever met continuously acted on a plan. Every failed investor I've ever met was constantly reacting to current events. If the recent market turmoil is keeping you up at night, maybe it's time you begin to make your investment and spending decisions based upon a retirement income plan. Perhaps it's time for you to listen to the little voice in your head telling you to call Rudy Wealth Management. You'll be happy you did. Rudy Wealth Management, Central Illinois Retirement Specialist, 356-1400. Pia Sports Bar and Grill presents Inside Illini Basketball. Pia Sports Bar is the number one Illini sports enthusiast bar in Champaign, hosting bus shuttles to all Illini basketball home games, serving up the best wings, beers, never-ending nachos, and mouth-watering burgers. Come visit Pia Sports Bar and Grill and try our famous Grand Slam Burger while watching your favorite game. Pia Sports Bar and Grill is located at 1609 West Springfield Avenue in Champaign. Come be a part of the party at Pia's. Good Monday morning. It's good for Scott Reggie because I'm going to start this podcast off by apologizing again. Wow. To our Illinois beat writer. When I'm wrong, I'm wrong. All right. And I'm not afraid to admit it. And in this case, I'm wrong about the Houston Cougars. For for months, I've bashed them. And later tonight, they're going to advance to the Final Four. I mean, they certainly could. I'm sorry, Scott Rich. Well, and it's saying. it's good that you've you understand where you've mm-hmm. you misstepped. The only spoke hashtag not my Cougars. Mine are <laughs> early '80s. Yeah, well, Akeem Olajuwon, Clyde Drexler appreciates you. Michael Young, Reed Geddes. The Fun real fact, co- Michael Young's kid could have knocked Houston out. Yeah, I tournament. liked him a lot. Jacob Young at Rutgers. Well, Rutgers should have won that game. I mean, that was another just shining achievement for the Big Ten as they collapsed late. But uh, Houston is good, and Oregon State's got some kind of weird mojo going that they're even making. They've made it this far, so who knows what the Beavers will do? But like, imagine like how good Houston could be if Caleb Mills didn't leave after four games, or if they could shoot. Well, there's that. But Mills was the preseason player of the year in the American. Who? What, and, but maybe they don't get this far if he was there. Maybe, maybe it was addition by subtraction. But it's just funny to think that the preseason player of the year in a conference decided to transfer after four games, and now his team is probably going to make the Final Four. I'm Jim Rosso, Vice President of News, along with Scott Ritchie. Episode 144. It's a lot. Yeah, it is. We're going to uh, dispel some rumors today. Okay. We're going to talk some truths. We're going to tell you if Big Ten's going to have somebody in the final four. 
after a miserable first weekend. Man, first of all, you know, uh, let's let's start with the good stuff. Illinois basketball, there's going to be a special section in your Wednesday news because that pick it up. It's going to be OD Illinois basketball thanks to Scott Ritchie for his tireless effort. But doggone, they should be playing. And I think, you know, the fact that, like, Oregon State is in the Elite Eight in the the spot that Illinois could have been sort of rubs salt in the wound. And for maybe how that Sweet 16 game against Loyola Chicago played out, where Oregon State clearly having watched the game film of Illinois' game against Loyola, played zone essentially the entire game and befuddled the Ramblers. Didn't really let them get into you know their rhythm and uh, didn't help me. Like, well, I just couldn't buy a bucket. I'm not happy. But they're, I think as I was you know, kind of following along, I didn't watch the Loyola-Oregon State game, but I was following along on Twitter a little bit just to see what the reaction was to it and lots of unhappy Illinois fans that yeah. saw a path forward that their team was not going to be able to take. Really hard to take. Hard to watch. I'm still grumpy. It's just been, it's been a bad weekend for me. Not only realizing what Illinois could have done, and then Indiana hires Mike Woodson. You know, I'm a proud Hoosier. Not thrilled? Just underwhelming. I don't, I don't buy that the program can't get anybody good anymore. I don't buy that. Well, I wonder if they just wanted to make sure that their coaching search didn't turn into the Tennessee football search that was just back you know, when Greg Schiano was going to be the coach, then Tennessee fans revolted, and then he wasn't the coach. And then they hired what, Derek Dooley. May have I can't remember who their last coach was. He was a disaster. Right. And just roundly criticized Tennessee was for that whole thing. Right. So Brad Stevens didn't even give them a chance for him to – he just said no. You know, multiple reports – Conflicting reports, depending on which Indiana writer you were following, as they sort of tussled on Twitter a little bit over whose sources were better. Um, Chris Holtman apparently mm. said, you know, I have a better job now than you can offer me at Ohio State. And now Mike Woodson. And I'll be honest, I had forgotten that he played at Indiana back uh, in the day with Isaiah Thomas. So, I mean, he's obviously... You know, an alum has a lot invested in the program. Indiana's going, you know, maybe trying to replicate what Michigan has done with Jawan Howard. And I think hope I think Indiana's hope is they're not replicating what uh, St. John's did with Chris Mullen or what Georgetown has done with Patrick Ewing. I mean, they made the NCAA tournament this year uh, by a surprise around the Big East, then got just thumped by Colorado. So the former NBA player turned coach has been hit or miss a little bit. We'll see what the what a former NBA coach who hasn't had anything to do with college basketball since he was a college basketball player can do. Um, they they did hire Thad Mata as the college basketball whisperer to sort of maybe be a mentor. I don't know what his role will necessarily be other than it won't be on the court. So, uh, I don't know. Best of luck, Mike Woodson. You got to, like, pull half your team off the transfer portal. Uh, I think that's the first goal. Hey, I've seen them play. Go, transfer, <laughs> please, would be my response to that. I mean, if the, if the, all of the players in the portal do leave, like 
Woodson is starting from perfect, absolute zero. Don't leave. All right, Thad Mata, all of Hoopston, very excited. I hope our podcast listeners realize that Mr. Mata, part of a strong family tradition from corn jerker land, not too far from here. Love me some Hoopston. How about that? Hey, this is inside of Lini basketball, though. So here we go. You ready? A lot of rumors out there. I mean, I'm, gonna, I'm not, but let's I'm go. I'm going to toss them your way. You're going to tell me if they're true or false. Okay. Kofi Coburn, back. It could be either. Don't I mean, be going all Marcus Jackson on me. Okay, I well, need opinions. Officially, I, maybe. You know, he hasn't said he's leaving yet, so sure. He's still, I mean, he's still on the roster. Um, could be, I think we discussed this in last week's podcast, could be the best move for him. Or you strike while the iron's hot and there's no guarantee that he can do what Io Dasumu did in his third year and elevate his draft status. There's a, like Kofi has a lot to prove, I think, for that next level, if he wants the next level to be the NBA. Namely, uh, defense. Because I, I don't like, – I've seen videos of him shooting three-pointers, making them. I've seen him make three-pointers in warm-ups, but he's never – I don't think he's going to be you know, a stretch five in any sense of the word. But there's a place for a rim runner that can dunk everything and rebound. But, like, he's got to be able to guard those stretch fives. And that's – or not even stretch five. I mean, guard the Cameron Crutrigs of the world. Um, not sure he's proven that yet, but either he could roll the dice with the NBA. But I think his best bet is to come back. Whether he will or not, we don't know. Any timetable do you see? I, there's, the fact that the NBA draft will again not be in its typical slot sort of changes the whole structure of when you know, players have to make their decision whether they're in or out. But uh, sometime this summer, summer again. I mean, it'll be probably similar to, to last year. I mean, it was a, well, he announced he's coming back on August 1st. So, rumor number two: Namari Burnett is already committed to Illinois. Not just making it official on I think what April eighth. April eighth, he will announce his decision. Um, True or false? I'm going to give that a, a false. Currently, um, seems to be a lot of Alabama chatter for him. Of course, maybe that uh, died as the Crimson Tide's NCAA tournament run did in the Sweet Sixteen as well. Um, but like what Nate Oates is able to do with essentially, you know, a, a team full of guards, pretty noticeable, notable this year. Um, Alabama is a contender for Namari Burnett. Illinois obviously has you know a long-term relationship there. Mitch and Coleman was, you know, leading that recruitment that dates back to when he was a freshman at Morgan Park. So history is on Illinois side. We'll find out if that, enough on April 8th. True or false? Video surfacing over the weekend shows Andre Cabello is a knockdown three-point shooter. Well, that's true as far as I saw the video of him making threes. Uh, I mean, that's something that he's going to need to 
maybe not be a knockdown three-point shooter, but he needs to shoot better than the 16-ish percent he shot as a freshman because that's not very good. And you know, Illinois fans know what it's like to have you know, for their team to have a point guard that's maybe not respected as a shooter. It leads to a lot of sagging defenses that uh, make life tough for his teammates. But I don't know that video his his form looked really good, and he was splashing them. So if he can even shoot thirty five percent from three point range, double his percentage from a year ago, essentially take it even thirty three like make a third of your threes, and defenses have to respect that at least a little bit. True or false? Your MVP of the two thousand. 21-22 Illini, Austin Hutcherson. Well, podcast listeners, and thank you to everyone out there. Uh, well, remember that was like super high on Austin Hutcherson last spring and summer, last offseason, just because I thought he was everything Illinois needed. Um, a little more size on the wing, three-point shooter, sneaky athlete, I don't like – more athletic than I think people gave him credit for, just because you know, he's like, oh, he came from a Division three, so how, how good could he be? Then, you know, back injury kept him out all season. He spent the year away from the team just to you know, rehab and recover. Um, I, mean, I think, like, there's other candidates that would be ahead of him in the MVP race for, for next season. Kofi, if he comes back. Like, Andre Cabello is going to... Have a chance to be really good, but if Austin Hutcherson is healthy, I still really like what he could bring to this team. We just don't know that yet. True or false, Adam Miller is going to transfer. <laughs> like, who's feeding you these things? Uh, just these are the rumors I hear on the street. Yeah, um... Well, I think if he was going to change his mind about Illinois, he would have done it when Io DeSumo said he was coming back a year ago. Like, he has a chance to assume, essentially, Io's role next year. I don't know why he would transfer. Like, he started every game as a true or false. That's all I'm asking. I'm, gonna, I'm not. God, this true or false locks me in, though. And this will be played back if I'm wrong, but false. Give me an answer, Socrates, not a. I like to give myself as much wiggle room as possible. We will not. I don't like to be tied down to answers. True or false? Loyola Illinois will play in the regular season next year. False. I mean, Illinois is just not going to schedule that game. Because I mean, Brad Underwood said he'll play anyone anytime, but Illinois has zero to gain from scheduling Loyola. Because if I mean, if they win. It's fine. Everyone will be like, well, you should have beat them last March anyway. You should have beat them this time. And if they lose, you, you don't want that. Again. Okay, again. I mean, stakes are less, but the that outcome would, I don't know, there would be a, a minor revolt somewhere in the fan base. True or false, Ed Bond, our producer, and Brian Barnhart and Dion Thomas, Doug Altenberger will be on the road next year for every game. In person, 
courtside. Well, they aren't always courtside. Don't anyway. get don't get smart with me there. I mean, you know what I mean. Like in Michigan, they're they're up in the stands. Ohio State, they're up a little bit. Um, I'm going to say true just because I hope that's the case. So I don't know. Everyone get vaccinated. I'm getting my first shot today. So, like everyone should do that. So we can maybe have a normal college basketball season ish next year, next season. True or false, that vaccination you speak of will take place at the Casey's in Eureka. I, if Casey's was offering it, I would go. But no, it's, I'm getting mine at a Walgreens, a pharmacy where they do those things. So that's false. That's false. But again, like I would, I would have gone anywhere to get this as long as like I knew that they were actually giving me the right vaccine. True or false, Scott Rich, you're doing okay. We've we've graded you out at sixty two percent right now on the truthometer. I mean, I don't know, do D's get degrees? Barely. So that's what Ed tells me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Texas has called Brad Underwood. It's interesting um, because Seth Davis, who uh, writes for the Athletics and is on your TV throughout March. Listed a a group of candidates for the the now open Texas job with Shaka Smart you know, leaving for Marquette. Um, bit of a surprise, maybe just best for everyone involved. Um, maybe best for Shaka to get out of Texas. And Brad Underwood's name was included because he's a you know a Big Twelve guy in a way. He's from Kansas, went to Kansas State, coached Oklahoma State and Kansas State. But I, well, for one, they're not going to call him directly. Because that doesn't happen. Texas will reach out to his agent. That's the way it's done. And um, the way he's being compensated at Illinois, what he's built the last two years, I think the answer is no. But uh, I can't say for certain whether or not the, they wouldn't reach out. Apparently, Texas is might go the, the Indiana route. Royal Ivy seems to be a, a guy that they've been targeting. He's a kind of a long-time NBA player slash assistant coach. And... Texas grad, but that's that's sort of the the name I've been seeing a little more recently. You're down to fifty eight percent. Yeah, was, that was a step back, Scott yeah, Ritchie. I'll, I'll him and haw on that one for sure. All right, it's the coaching carousel. Like literally anything could happen. Like, I mean anything. True or false? Illinois will bring in four kids off the portal. Four, I said. Four. It's a lot. Yeah, your, but that's four. Your scholarship math is gonna make me think on that one. Uh, four or false? I don't. They don't. I mean, the, the, the scholarship turnover will is not going to allow that. Um. Then there's some other qualifiers. I mean, if Kofi Coburn leaves, yes, they'll, you know, have to add someone from the portal because there are no high school big men really left, at least that they're in the running for. Um. Four is a big number. Now, if Kofi does leave, there's a candidate out there I think would be a, an interesting fit. Uh, Trey Mitchell, former Illinois recruiting target, uh, is from the East Coast, played his first two years at UMass, and was like dominant as a freshman and sophomore. 6'9, 240. He's not like the seven footer like Kofi, but he's more of a stretch five. He actually shot threes and made them 
in this two years at UMass. So it's just an interesting name in the portal. Lots, lots of interesting names in the portal, um, and just lots of names general, in general in the portal. Um, still marching. We're almost at a thousand players in the transfer portal right now. Saw so Michigan State picked up a good player. I guess we call him a good player. Well, I don't know. Who isn't a good player? Everybody's picking up people who scored 15, 16 a game somewhere else. Yeah, Tyson Walker. He was okay. uh, at Northeastern. So it's obviously a, a step up in competition from they're in the Colonial, I believe, um, to the Big Ten. But most importantly, like Michigan State, didn't get just get a transfer. They got a point guard because um, that was the, probably the most serious issue for the Michigan State this past year where – it was a lot of AJ Hoggard, who was, you know, bad. That's fair. And then trying to shoehorn Rocket Watts in a point guard when he's not a point guard. That's I demand an apology from you right now. Apologize, Richie. You were all high on him. Say it. Yeah. Well, I guess I'm sorry that I thought Thank Tom you. Izzo would realize Rocket Watts wasn't a point guard. Just let him oh, throw Izzo under the bus. That's, of course. Nice. <laughs> I mean, one, he's not going to listen, and two, even if he did, I'd throw him under the bus. Like, yeah, I don't think he showed it. Like, Rocket Watts did not show any inklings of being other anything but more than a scorer, a good one as a freshman, and then trying to turn him into a point guard was just a disaster. True or false? Illinois will have no one enter the portal from this year's roster. Um, just based on the odds, I'm going to say that's false. I mean, it's Monday, March 29th, and there are 965 players in the portal. Uh, just based on the math, like, Illinois is going to lose somebody. Don't know who. Or they might not, but. What kind of answer is that? You're well, I just, 54% now. Well, I just said that they might not, but I would not be surprised if someone was in the portal. True or false, Illinois fans like Ed Bond are rooting for Michigan. False. Pretty sure. Pretty sure. Uh, Illinois fans wish nothing but the worst for Michigan, would be my guess. Let me verify your opinion. Yesterday I was in the newsroom watching some basketball. Ed Bond came in because he works 24 hours a day still. He asked me, who's winning? I said, Michigan's killing him. He says, darn. So you think? I, I imagine the language would be even stronger for most of the fan base. Should Michigan keep winning? I mean, I don't. I'm not sure, like, why people just like in general think that, like, when if quote unquote your team loses in the tournament, you start rooting for all of the teams that you hate. <laughs> it's like uh, there's no conference loyalties. You like a team, or in my case, you just like college basketball and don't care who wins. Um, but if you're a fan, like if you're an Illinois fan, you're not rooting for Michigan. True or false? Scott Ritchie owes Bill Walton an apology for what? basically selling short the Pac-12. With well, I mean, a, with, are you going to let me finish? I guess with his AP top twenty-five voting throughout the year. False, 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 false. 
because at the end of the year when no one was really voting for USC or Colorado, Oregon, anybody in the Pac-12, I was voting for those teams. Like no, I mean, no one voted for Oregon State because they were a trash team in the regular season and just had been on a heater. But like I was supporting the Pac-12. Did I think that they would be the best team in the tournament? No, but I liked USC a lot this season. And I, I'm a f- ardent supporter of Bill Walton and all of the insane things he says during college basketball games. Okay, so you're not apologizing. I don't think I have to. Okay. True or, false, uh, true or false, excuse me. Kent Benson, Scott May, Abernathy, Wilkerson, Buckner, they're going to be crying tears of sorrow here in a couple weeks when Gonzaga matches what they did back in 76. Do you know who I'm talking about? Those guys called Buckner. Uh, I know you weren't born. You're going to give me the that undefeated line. Indiana basketball Thank team you. that won a national title. Yeah, I, believe it or not, I've heard of those guys. Um, I think that's true. I mean, they're going to be crying. Yeah, Creighton like didn't do the best job against Gonzaga in the the Sweet Sixteen. Um, tried to run with them. That was a mistake. But I just Gonzaga looks unbeatable right now obviously they haven't been beaten um like just they can hit this gear offensively that i don't know that anyone can match or slow down they just have too many legitimate options so yes tears in bloomington true or false uh the way we're seeing the ncaa tournament this week, this week, I guess, last week, is the way we'll see it forevermore. Elite Eight games on Monday and Tuesdays, all in Indianapolis. Well, you started, and I was like, I'm maybe willing to say true, but I don't think that they'll all be in Indianapolis, maybe ever. It's something to, I mean, Dan Gavitt talked about this in the first week of the tournament. It's like, they've, Obviously, heard you know, people saying like, "Oh, this is great! You should always you know bring the teams to one location." I just don't don't know that they'll do it. I think next year's tournament will be, you know, fingers crossed, sort of the return to the normal. But I saw an interesting idea on Twitter last night. I was like, for the first four, like it's all it's been in Dayton. I think since they invented the idea, which is maybe not great. You go back to 64 teams, I don't think anyone would be too upset except for the coaches who get a bonus when their team makes the tournament. Uh, like, play the first four at Hinkle sometimes. Everyone seems to just have fallen in love again with Hinkle Fieldhouse. UD Arena's pretty cool. All right, don't sell that place short. Well, I've never been to either, but I don't think people talk about UD Arena in such glowing terms as they do Hinkle. It's because they haven't filmed like a famous movie there. Well, Maybe that helps. <laughs> Get on that, Dayton. But I mean, Hinkle's also historic. Right. So it's a, it was just an interesting idea because everyone right. seems to have just enjoyed their, their time at Hinkle. 
even with the sun shining and the giant windows that leave some players blinded. <laughs> it's just uh, an extra challenge if you're playing. That's old school. Yeah. Although, I mean, it, in a normal year, they wouldn't have been necessarily playing at that time of day. True or false, Scott Ritchie as a lad practiced his jump shot in the loft of a barn. I played in a barn before. Second story. So true. Very true. You never got back to that. Should they be playing the Elite Eights on Monday and Tuesdays like they are this week? Um, you afraid to answer that one? I just don't know if I have an answer. I mean, I think the schedule will probably also return to what it's typically been before. So you're not answering? Yeah. I was refusing. Well, I, just, I don't have an answer. I don't. One, I don't really have a strong opinion. True or false, Illinois is a top 10 team in your AP preseason poll for 21, 22. Top 10, I said. Hello? Well, I'm thinking because oh. I mean, you can Here we go. hear the gears turning <laughs> because it really depends on if Kofi comes back. Like, if he does, yes. If he doesn't, no. So that's my hedge. That easy? I think so. I think it's pretty, I think it's that simple. That doesn't mean they couldn't possibly still be ranked I mean, if he left. Because they have two, obviously, really solid guards and would be sophomores and Adam Miller, Andre Cabello. And that's a good place to start with whatever. Whoever else they kind of fill out the roster with if Kofi leaves. But if he comes back, 100%, top 10 team. True or false, the picture, the riveting picture of Georgie biking away from Ubbin last week into the sunset is the reason the News Gazette reached 11,000 followers on Instagram. True. I don't honestly know how many followers we have on Instagram. But I assume the way you asked that, the answer is true. No, false. <laughs> okay. You're back down to 54% with only a few questions remaining, Scott. Richie, I don't want to see you fail, but that's where we're headed. Well, you know, live to answer ridiculous questions. What's Robin going to say when her dear son is taken to the woodshed for his poor grades? <laughs> It'll be the first time, so I think she'd be like, well, Jim was asking you ridiculous questions, so it's fine. True or false, the schedule uh, will include the regular slate of non-conference doozies that we're used to. My Illinois schedule? Yeah. So doozies as in... Like, is it going to be a regular schedule next year? How about let me dumb it down for you, <laughs> Scott Ritchie, so maybe you can answer it. Oh, let me take offense. Um, yeah, I think so. I mean, unless you know people don't get vaccinated and continue to screw this pandemic up, um, I think it'll be back to normal. True or false, they play Syracuse in the Big Ten ACC Challenge. That's part A. And part B is there'll be a griffin on the opposing bench. Okay, um, just knowing the way the Big Ten ACC Challenges worked where they sort of pit teams of 
equal standing against each other. Probably false to Part A. I don't I think Oregon, or excuse Oregon, the Orange, Syracuse Orange, will be a little further down the, the pecking order in the ACC. So I just, I mean, maybe North Carolina for Illinois. Be an interesting matchup. Virginia, I mean, everybody can hate that, but it, it could happen. Um, Florida State, that'd be interesting. I don't think it'd be Syracuse. Um, and as far as uh, Griffin on the Syracuse bench next year, I don't know, maybe not. Uh, he seemed Alan Griffin seemed to have fallen out of favor as the year came to a conclusion at Syracuse. Uh, like a lot of Syracuse fans either think or hope he'll transfer because fans are great. Um, but, I mean, he could stay. Who knows? Final Four weekend coming up, true or false, Io wins the Big Time Player of the Year award. Is it the – what's the – is it the wooden that is announced? Well, he's a finalist for a few still open. Uh, wooden award, Naismith Trophy, and then the Oscar Robertson award is the one uh, presented by the USBWA, of which I am a member. And I doubt it. Like Luca Garza will probably win them all. Would be my guess. But Io got one USA Today's, so he can stay claim to being a national player of the year. Which I mean he was certainly a legitimate candidate. I voted for him for AP. Well the AP hasn't announced its player of the year yet either. It'll probably be Luca. But I voted for Io. True or false, I.O. is a first-round lock come NBA draft time, whenever that might actually play out. Mm. I mean, lock doesn't give me much wiggle room, but I'll say true. I think probably somewhere between 20 and 30, so kind of last third of the first round. Would not be surprised. All right, Scott Ritchie, the final grades are in. Uh, Ed Bond just handed me the slip. 71%. You finished strong thanks to the kind grading of Uh, Ed Bond. I mean, it was on a curve, I think. So that's good. You get to progress. You get to be beat writer next year again. If if I knew those were the stakes, (laughs) I would have tanked this test. So, again, congratulations. A couple things. Uh, Your power polls, we ended up last week, right? I need your first one for the next season right now. Just your three players, uh, one, two, and three. I know it's early, but uh, and please don't complain. Well, it just it is early. So just based on the roster as mm-hmm. is, because okay. that's where we sit on March 29th. One, Kofi Coburn. Okay. Two, Andre Curbelo. Fair enough. Three, Adam Miller. Adam Miller. And that's, if Elmo has those three, like, that's plus, you know, Jacob Grandison as the glue guy, Coleman Hawkins making maybe a sophomore leap, Luke Goody, RJ Melendez as the, the freshman on board already, already, and then Georgie, the veteran presence in the post. It's and legit. those four portal players that are coming. <laughs> maybe not four, but a portal player or two? Sure. I mean, I think that's a legitimate team. All right, last question before I let you out of here. Uh, to your drive to Monticello for the big, the big moment that you're going to capture on Snapchat for us. <laughs> Surprise! What's the storyline this summer? What are people going to be talking about Illinois basketball? 
Well, the first one will be, like, what decision is Kofi going to make? And that will sort of dictate, I think, the rest of the storylines. He's the, kind of like how Io was the pivotal person last offseason. And, and Kofi as well, to an extent. You know, that, that's Kofi now. Because if he stays, Illinois, I think, just keeps charging forward with what it's been doing the last couple of years. If he leaves, obviously that's a big hole to fill. And I think Brad Underwood tweaks his system again uh, on both ends of the court because they made changes to suit a team with a 7-foot, 285-pound center, um, both offensively with more ball screen action between Kofi and Io, and then defensively you know, letting him be the deterrent in the post and not being so high pressure and, and, and ball denial. I think that, I don't know if he goes back to what he ran previously, but there will be tweaks again. So Kofi is kind of the, the central figure of this offseason. All right, that's Scott Ritchie every morning, 6 a.m. There's no uncertainty about this. Good morning, Illini Nation on HQ.com. Check it out every day. That's great stuff. And, again, pick up that special section on Wednesday. A lot of good stuff. Thank you, Scott Ritchie. You're welcome. See you next Monday.